Hello, this is Saeedu Zaman from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 7th of August. The Supreme Court today granted permission to the Enforcement Directorate to take custody of Tamil Nadu Minister V. Senthil Balaji. The Supreme Court also upheld the legality of Balaji's arrest by the Enforcement Directorate in a money laundering case, Live Law reported. The Apex Court granted the ED custody of Balaji until August 12th. Balaji was detained by the Central Agency on June 14th over a cash-for-job scam that had allegedly taken place when he had been a minister in J. Jayalalitha's cabinet in 2015. He later joined the DMK. He subsequently developed chest pains and underwent bypass surgery. After his arrest, Balaji and his wife approached the Madras High Court against his arrest. When the High Court ruled in the ED's favour, the couple approached the Apex Court on July 18th. Balaji continues to serve as a minister in the Tamil Nadu government without holding a specific portfolio. Congress's Rahul Gandhi was reinstated as Vyanad MP by the Lok Sabha Secretariat today. His disqualification was overturned and his membership was reinstated, according to a notification from the Lok Sabha Secretariat. The ruling came three days after the Supreme Court stayed Gandhi's conviction in a criminal defamation case due to remarks he made before the 2019 Lok Sabha election. Gandhi had questioned why many thieves had the surname Modi. On March 23rd this year, a metropolitan court in Surat gave him a two-year prison sentence and Gandhi was disqualified from serving as a member of the Lok Sabha the following day. A legislator who receives a jail sentence of two years or longer is prohibited from holding elective office from the date of conviction until six years after serving the sentence, according to Section 8.3 of the Representation of the People Act, 1951. After his request for a stay was denied by the Gujarat High Court on July 7th, Gandhi approached the Supreme Court on July 15th. The Supreme Court stayed his conviction on August 4th. Gandhi was present at the Lok Sabha proceedings prior to the House's adjournment today, PTI reported. In the wake of communal clashes in New District of Haryana, the demolition exercise that was being conducted has been halted following an order by the Punjab and Haryana High Court. Justice Gurmeet Singh Sandhwalia took suomoto cognizance of the ongoing demolition drive in Nu. The government was served with a notice requesting information on the drive and future action plans. The demolition has been halted pending further instructions, according to Mohammad Arshad, advocate and ex-executive member of the Punjab and Haryana High Court Bar Association. Over 350 shanties and 50 cement structures have been demolished in the last four days, NDTV reported. Various teams of the administration joined by paramilitary and police forces also removed alleged encroachments in Punhana, Pingwana, Nagina, Tauru and Firozpur Jirka. Six persons, including two home guards and a cleric, were killed in communal violence in Nu when the Vishwa Hindu Parishad march was attacked by mobs. According to the Nu police, over 150 people have been arrested in connection with the clashes and 56 cases registered. The Supreme Court today commenced the hearings on a batch of petitions relating to ethnic violence in Manipur. The state administration is seeking the formation of SITs led by district SPs to probe cases, PTI reported. Manipur DGP Rajiv Singh appeared before a bench led by Chief Justice Divar Chandrachud to answer questions on the ethnic violence and the administration's response thus far, as well as the segregation of cases for proper inquiry. The Supreme Court on August 1st had said that the Manipur government's status report on 6,523 FIRs points to an absolute breakdown of the constitutional machinery in the state, since ethnic violence erupted in early May. The court also ordered the state to provide additional information by August 7th including the dates of the offences, the dates of registration of zero FIRs, the dates of witness statements in these cases, the dates of Section 161 statements, the dates of arrests, and the names of the accused persons in the FIRs. The bench is hearing around 10 petitions pertaining to violence that seek relief, 
including a court-monitored investigation into crimes, as well as measures for rehabilitation and other reliefs. Listeners, sitting on a hillock in Manipur University, an Assam rifle camp overlooks the Imphal Valley. Its view foregrounded with at least six student hostels. The university roads and hostels below are mostly empty, a sharp contrast from the chaos which engulfed the campus nearly three months ago. On the intervening night of May 3rd and May 4th, smoke billowed from buildings and a thousand-strong mob from nearby areas ran amok in the university as befuddled students dashed outside. Paramilitary personnel from the Assam Rifles scrambled vehicles to rescue them and gunshots rang out. And by the end of it all, the AR camp, which mostly sees students paying a visit to a Mete temple on the hillock, became home to nearly 500 students and faculty members. Of these, over 200 were women, including those from the Kukizo tribe. We rescued Nagas and Kukis and those from other states without looking at their ethnicities, said an officer from the Assam Rifles. You can go to newslaundry.com and read the full report on how the Assam Rifles rescued 200 girl students at Manipur University from a mob of a thousand people titled Mobs in Hostels, Guards Outnumbered. How Assam Rifles Rescued 200 Girl Students at Manipur University by my colleague Shiv Narayan Rajpurohit. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Syrian state media while citing a military source reported today that an Israeli missile attack on Syria's capital Damascus killed four soldiers, injured four more and caused some material damage, Reuters reported. The source added that Syrian air defences intercepted and shot down some Israeli rockets. The state news agency Sana said that the attack caused some material damage and the missiles targeted some points of the vicinity of the city of Damascus but provided no further details. According to the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, two more fighters killed in the strike were members of non-Syrian militias affiliated with Damascus. The nationalities of the two more dead could not be confirmed immediately by Observatory Director Rami Abdul Rahman. He stated that among the targets were warehouses near Damascus International Airport. For years, Israel has carried out attacks against what it has characterized as Iran-linked targets in Syria, where Iran's influence has expanded since it began supporting President Bashar al-Assad in the 2011 civil war. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world.